what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tzadi Beis, Daf 92 of Masech the Psachim. Um, yeah, it's a good Daf today. We discuss, I don't know, different people that Midr Abanan wouldn't do Karim Pesach, but, well, our Tami Midr Abanan, but, um, wouldn't do mitzvahs to Rabbanon, but but when it comes to Karban Pesach, the Rabbanon wave their um their their gezeros. And what's this? Okay, fine, great. We get to a new parak, the ninth parak, which is the last parak before the last parak. Yeah, no, we're like the last parak is um a um Arve Psachim, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I have very fond memories of Arve Psachim. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's going to be cool. Yeah, the second half of Psachim has been, I'd say, more challenging than the first half. But the interesting thing is, then you get Arvi Psachim there at the end, which I think is a fun way to kind of wrap things up. So, anyways, we're getting to the uh, ninth parak, which is pretty exciting stuff. And we're going to discuss Pesach Sheni a little bit more. Well, let's get started on Daf Tzadi Aleph Mubez, two lines from the bottom at the Mishnah. Onein Tova Vochel Pischol Erev. What does that mean? So if you have a fellow who is in Onen, and we discussed this a bit yesterday, you have a fellow who is in Onen, meaning that somebody passed away and has not yet been buried yet. So Aninus Yom is Mide Oraisa, meaning that day he is in Onen Mide Oraisa, he doesn't do any mitzvahs, but that night it's only Mide Abanon, Aninus Laila. So, now, so the thing is that... Um, by the night time, excuse me, he'll only be in Onin Midr Abbanon. And the rabbis waived their, their Abbanon status of Aninus in the context of Korban Pesach, because as we've seen a number of times, because Korban Pesach is stringent in that it has the punishment of Karis associated with it, so the rabbi said, you know what, forget about our um, Gezer Dir Abbanon, when it comes to Korban Pesach, and therefore in Onain at night would be allowed to eat Korban Pesach, and therefore you could slaughter the Korban Pesach for him for the day, during the day, on Ere Pesach, and then he'll eat it with everybody else at night. Now this, as the Mishnah says, this is not the case by other Kachim, by other Korbanists, let's say a fellow brought a Korban Shlamim when he's in Onain, so he would be, or maybe, yeah, I think Dafka were talking about his, because we want him to be able to eat it, as we said, we said that a few days ago that there's a mitzvah say to eat your korban. Yet nonetheless, the Rabbanon would keep their gezer uh, Rabbanon intact when it comes to other kachim, and an onin would not eat other kachim. But by korban pesach, they say that an onin at night and an inus laila would eat korban pesach. So let's read that again. So onin tova vocha pischol the erev. So an onin, so he just goes to the mikvah. Not because he's Tommy Tumas Mace or anything, but just as Rashi says, because he wasn't able to eat uh, Kachim before, and now he's able to eat Kachim, so he goes to the mikvah, and then he eats his Korban Pesach at night, Avalobi Kachim, but that would not be the case by other Kachim, and Onin would not eat the other Kachim. Hashmael Meso, somebody who finds out that somebody passed away, right? Let's say he gets word that a relative of his passed away, you know, more than 30 days ago, right? I think we learned in the Gemara in Erevin that that would be considered a Shmur Rechoka. And in that instance, so you would just practice um, Avelos Midr Abonon for that one day that you hear about it. 
but that night already you'd eat korban pesach v'hamalakit lo atzamis, and if uh, you're sort of moving the location of a relative's grave, so then it says avivimo, maybe specifically father and mother, but in this case you would be uh, tummy for the day, but you would be tova v'ochu b'kachim, you would um, be able to eat. Um, You'd be able to go to the mikveh and then, and then certainly eat the carbon pesach. Although it says tov ochel bekadshim, interesting. Does that mean all kadshim? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it sounds like that. That this seems to be all kadshim. No, not just carbon pesach, right? So when it comes to hashumei al meisah malakit lo atzam, Rashi says, right, tov ochel bekadshim la erev at night. Because even during the day it's midrabanon, right? So as opposed to an onen, which is, and during the day is midraraisa, but at night it's midrabanon. Even during the day over here it's midrabanon, so at night um, you would be able to eat any kachim, it sounds like. Gershon is Geyer. If you have a fellow who converted to Judaism, Be'er Pesach, on Erev Pesach, wow, sounds like a busy day. Interesting. So Be'er says, look, you have a fellow who converted to Judaism on Arab Pesach. So, great. Welcome. Go to the mikveh. Join us in our Korban Pesach. Basila says, well, as part of his conversion process, he did brismila. Now, a poishmina orla is kaporishmina kever. A fellow who um, um, separates from his foreskin, it's like he's separating from a grave, i.e. he's going to be tummy for seven days and you have to uh, sprinkle the mechatas and all that stuff. So he's not going to be able to eat Korban Pesach that night. Uh, the Gemara is going to go into a little bit more detail over here. Let's go weiter in Shas. Says the Gemara, My time, how come an Onain is allowed to eat the Korban Pesach? So the Gemara answers, Sovraninus Laila, Dirabanum. Because the Tana of our Mishnah assumes that Aninus Laila, being an Onain at night, is only Midirabanon, Vigabi Pesach, Lamidu de Vrain, Bimakum Karis. And therefore, in the context of Korban Pesach, where um, the punishment in the context of Korban Pesach is karis, so the Rabbanan said, you know what, don't worry about our Rabbanan status of onin at night, eat the Korban Pesach. Gabi kachim, b'makum However, by other kachim, even though there's a mitzvah saseh to eat your own Korban, so if you bring up, it's a Korban Shlomim, so you have mitzvah saseh to eat your own Korban. However, the Rabbanan would keep intact their um um, Gezerah, and say if you're an Onin, maybe let's say you brought a, I, I imagine that you probably wouldn't, if you're an Onin, you probably shouldn't be bringing a Korban Shlomim, but let's say you brought a Korban Shlomim and then you found out that a relative passed away. So, the Rabbanim would say that um, you would not eat your Shlomim even at night. And even though there's a mitzvah say to eat it, they would say don't, don't, don't do it because there's Aninus Laila, which is the Rabbanim. And as we learned to Masech the Brachos, they can, um, you know, say Sheval Taisa Shiny, that this is a case where they're not telling you to violate anything, they're just saying don't do something. Don't don't eat your Corbin since you are an Onin, and that they can do with their abundance. Said the Mishnah Shumel Meso Vahule. The Mishnah had said that somebody who finds out that a relative had passed away more than thirty days ago. So um so I assume it's talking about more than thirty days ago. So um he can eat Korban Pesach that night, or really he can eat any Kachim at night. 
And then it also said somebody who is gathering the bones of a relative. So says Ra, says the Gemara, So the Gemara asks, one second, this whole gathering, right? If, if a, you have a fellow who is, you know, uh, re, uh, moving, relocating the grave of his parents, well, isn't he going to be tummy because he's touching bones? Um, so the Gemara says, no, it doesn't mean that he himself is doing it. It means that other people are doing it for him. So um, even if other people are doing it for him, for that day, he's going to be Tommy Midr Abonon. But um, or I guess even, no, so it sounds like Aninus. This is not Tommy, but right, right there, because he's not Tommy. But the, right there, Aninus is only going to be Durabonon even during the day, but that night uh, he can eat Kodshim as long as other people are relocating the grave for him. Gershon is Gaier Vichule. Okay? So the Mishnah said that a fellow converts to Judaism on Erev Pesach. Beshame says that he can join a Korban Pesach that night. Beshilel says he cannot. How come? So this Machlokas, when we're talking about in Arel, is specifically um, a non-Jewish Arel, i.e. somebody who converted to Judaism and got a brismila in the context of his conversion. The Beshilel Sabe. Basil say, do not eat the carbon pesach that night. Gezera shema yitame l'shanaba, because Basil is concerned. What happens if next year he's also tame on erev pesach? So next year he's going to be a Jew. He already converted the year earlier. Now it's the next year, and he becomes tame to masames, and it's erev pesach. Viyomar, and he's going to say, well, ishtaki milo tavalti v'achalti. Well, last year when I was non-Jewish. And I was converting, and I was tame. I mean, during my non-Jewish life, I had been to cemeteries and things like that. I had tumas ames, and I was just converting. And I went to the mikvah, and I ate the korban pesach. So he'll assume that the same would apply this year. Why should this year be any different? And he'll say, look, okay, I'm tame, tumas ames, but just like last year, I went to the mikvah and then I joined the Korban Pesach. Let me just go to the mikvah this year also and join the Korban Pesach. Velo yada, and he won't realize the ishtikid nach we have a tuma. But he won't realize that there's a big nafkamina, which is that last year he was not Jewish and therefore tuma, you know, tuma wasn't really a thing. It's, it's a Jewish law, not a non-Jewish law. And therefore he wasn't actually technically tame. Sure, he had gone to funerals and, and, and graves and things when he was non-Jewish, but that didn't make him Tameh. Whereas now he's a Jew, and as a Jew, the Allahs of Tum and Tyra apply, and now he's Taka Tami Tumasames, and he's not allowed to simply go to the mikvah and join a Korban Pesach. So therefore, since Basilal is concerned that if we allow this um, person who converts to simply go to the mikvah and eat the Korban Pesach, it might lead to a misunderstanding the following year, if he's Tami Tumasames, and he might end up just going to the mikvah and eating Korban Pesach that night. So therefore, Basil says that um, even when he converts, and technically speaking, he would be able to go to the mikvah that night and join that go to the mikvah and then join the Korban Pesach that night. Basil says he should refrain. Whereas hold we do not make this gazera, and therefore Basil says, look, he can simply. Go to the mikvah and then eat korban pesach that night. Aval, Aro Yisrael, 
But if you have a, a Yid who, for whatever reason, had not yet been circumcised, and then on Erev Pesach, um, he got a bris milah. So he would be able to, everyone agrees that he can just go to the mikvah and join the Korban Pesach that night. And we don't say, yeah, but if you allow an Aral Yisrael to simply go to the mikvah and join a Korban Pesach that night if he gets a bris. So maybe you'll say, well, if I say that an Aral Yisrael is allowed to join a Korban Pesach, so maybe I'll say the same thing by an Aral Nachri. And Basil says that that, you, that we will, that we don't say the same thing by an Aron Nachri. So we say no, we don't make that Gezerah. Okay, so the machlokas between Basil and Beshama is specifically by an Aron Nachri, but by an Aron Yisrael, everyone would agree that he would be able to go to the mikveh and join a carbon pesach. Tan nami yachri. We talk and learn in a brayse like this. I'm Reb Shimon ben Elazar. Lo nechliku Beshama Basil al Aron Yisrael shetovav ochel as peschov laerev. Right says Reb Shimon ben Elazar that Beshama and Basil agree when it comes to an Aron Yisrael. That he can push it, go to the mikvah, and then eat korban pesach that night. Amanechliku, where do they argue? Al aral nachri. Shebeshami om tova v'ochel as pischol erev v'isil om aporishmin arla kiporishmin hakever. They davka argue by a fellow who is non Jewish and is converting converting to Judaism, and in the context of that conversion, he gets a bris milah. So beshamai says that he can push it, go to the mikvah, and eat korban pesach that night. Basil says, no, somebody who separates from the foreskin, it's like he's separating from a grave, and therefore, um, he's tame, and he can't simply go to the carbon pesach that night. Zok the Gemare, Amarava says Rava, Aral Azov, Ismail, Amidu Devrain, Bamakum Karis, Onu Numitsaro, Vesapras, Lo Amidu Devrain, Bamakum Karis. Alright, let's read it again. Says Rava, Aral Azov, Ismail, that when it comes to an oral, somebody who doesn't have a bris milah, and then gets a bris milah in this case, we'll get there in a minute, but we've seen it before, sprinkling the mechatas on the seventh day of Tumas Ames, when it's Erev Pesach, and Ismal carrying the knife to do a bris milah on Shabbos. So we have a din, the Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon sort of kept uh, the Rabbanon, Hamidu the Rabbanon, Right, they, they, they upheld their dinder abonon, even in the context of karis, and we're going to explain it in a minute. Onen umitsora besapras, whereas when it comes to an onen, and a mitsora, and a besapras, which we've seen before, well, we're going to get there in a few minutes, um, lo amidu devein b'makum karis, the rabbis did not, um, you know, extend their dinder abonon in the context of karis, i.e. they waived it. We're going to explain all of these cases. So, Aurel Hadar Amaran. So, when we say in Aurel Hamidu Devrain Bimakum Karis, it's the case that we just explained that according to Beis Hillel, um, a person who converts to Judaism and gets a bris milah and Erev Pesach would not partake in the Korban Pesach that night, even though Maker Adin he can. Beis Hillel says, he does not, out of a gezerah that maybe next year he'll be tamay, that whole thing. And we say, you're not going to do Karim Pesach, even though Mikra Adin, you can. Because of it in the Rabbana, we're going to say that he would not. Hazo'ah. What's this sprinkling of the Mechatas? To Amr Mar, we said earlier, where was that? Andaf Samachay, almost 30 days ago. Hazo'ah Shvus Benedoches HaShabbos, that sprinkling the Water of the Paraduma for someone who is Tamitoma Sames on day seven. If it's, if every Pesach is Shabbos, 
So then Hazar is a Shvos. It's also Midu Abonon. And it's not Doche Shabbos. So we see that this fellow is not going to bring Korban Pesach and because of this Dindar Abonon that we don't want to sprinkle the water of the Paradum on him. Ismal. What's the case of the knife of the Brismila? Titania is learning a Brisa. Is going back to Masechta Shabbos, Tafkuflamid. Also, just like you don't bring the knife by way of the public area, also you also don't bring it derech gagos by ways of roofs, by way of courtyards, and by way of non-residential spaces. Remember these in Yonim? So, so therefore, and as Rashi points out, that milas. That if you have a fellow who has children or slaves who are not circumcised, so he cannot offer his Korban Pesach. So, so, and we're saying that let's say he has a child who needs to get a bris milah. So, you would not bring the knife, even by way of these Dirabanan spaces, in order to do the bris milah and, and even though that means that this fellow is not going to be bringing the Korban Pesach that night. Onen Hadamaran, when we say that by Onen, they taka waved their Dindra Abonan, it's that which we said, i.e. that in Onen, Aninus Laila is Midra Abonan, yet they said, don't worry about Aninus Laila, you can eat the Korban Pesach anyways. Mitzora Mahi, what is the Dindra Abonan when it comes to a Mitzora that they waved in the in in in, in the uh, place of Karis. the Tanya is we learn in a brisa. Mitzora shechol shmini shelo bereva pesach. Okay, so you have a mitzora. Yeah, leprosy. He did the whole quarantine thing. It's finally over. And now, day eight. I Meaning, what's day eight? Day seven is when he becomes tower. If he hasn't seen any uh, tsaras for seven days, so that's when he becomes tower. He goes to the mikvah. That whole thing. And then on day eight, he has to bring his korbanis. He's in Chosur Kippurim. Okay, fine. So day eight is a busy day. He's got to go to the Beis HaMikdash, korbanis, all, all sorts of inyanim. Now part of that is that he goes to, as we learned the other day, that he goes to Shar Nikonor. Shar Nikonor was the gate of the Azara. So now to get to the gate of the Azara, right, the Azara would be considered Machne Shechina. But to get there, he has to walk through Machne Leviyah. Right, um, Harabais is Machne Levia. So he has to walk through Machne Levia and then he stands by Shar Nikonor, which we said was not, did not get the Kedusha Sazara, and he sticks in his, his, his thumbs. Now, Vira'a Keri Bobayom. Now, we threw a shtickle wrench in here that Itaka saw, um, Z, uh, Keri. He saw sperm that day. Now, now, Therefore, Balkari, as we learned the other day, and Afsam Zain, basically has the same din of Azov in terms of quarantine, i.e., he's not allowed into Machna Levia. So now, here it is, Erev Pesach. Thank God, he, you know, he's done being a Mitzorah. That was yesterday, he finished, went to the mikvah, now it's day eight, he's got to bring his Korbanus, he's got to go to Shar Nikonor, which is in Machna Levia, and then he saw Kerry. Now he's not allowed into Machna Levia. Which means that if he can't go into Machna Levia, he can't properly do his korbanus, which means that he can't eat Korban Pesach that night. So Tova V'Ochel, so we say that he could just go to the mikvah for his carry and he can eat Korban Pesach that night. 
Amru Chacham, the Chacham said, Afapisha Tvulyom, Eno Nichnas, Zen Nichnas. Even though in general a Tvulyom would not go into the Machne Levia, this fellow is permitted. Mutav Yavo Eses Yesh Bokaris, Vietcha Eses Yem Bokaris. So the Eses Sheyesh Bokaris, i.e. Korbin Pesach, which is a mitzvah saseh that has Karis associated with it, should override a mitzvah saseh that doesn't have Karis in it. That, that mitzvah saseh is that it says, um, in the context of a Tvoyom, it says, that that night he can go into Machne, into the uh, Machne, fine, Seder. Now, it says, actually, the truth is, it's completely permitted for a Tvoyom to go into um, to Machne Leviya. Ramid Araisa, basically, this fellow who is a, um, he's a Balkari, he went to the mikveh, he's a Tvoyom. Mid Araisa, he's allowed into Machne, Livia. Shinema, as the puzzle says, Vayamud Yoshafat Bikal Yehuda, that Yoshafat stood up in the congregation of Yehuda of Yushalayim, Beves Hashem, Lefne Achatzer Achadasha, before the new Chatzer, my Chatzer Achadasha, what's this new Chatzer? Shechid Shubo Davar, that they, that they made a Chidish, they made a Dinder Abanon, and they said that a Tvoyom can't go into Machna Leviya. So, we see that it's really only Midra Abonon that a Tvoyom is not allowed to go into Machna Leviya. And therefore, you have this fellow, he was a Mitzorah, and now it's day 8. He's got to bring his Korbanis. And to do to bring his Korbanis, he's got to go to Shar, to Shar Nikonor. Shar Nikonor is in Machna Leviya. Now, the thing is, he was a Balkari. Now, Balkari, even if he goes to the Mikvah, then he's a Tvoyom. And a Tvoyom is not going to be allowed into the Machna Leviya. However, apparently that's only really Midr Abbanon. And the Rabbanon waived that and said he's allowed to go into the Machna Leviya so he can go to Shar Nikonor and get his proper uh, kapar so that he can eat Korban Pesach that night. Okay? Beis Pras, And what's the situation of Beis Pras where they uh, waived it B'makum Karis? Now what's a Beis Pras? A Beis Pras is a field that there was a grave in the field and then the field got plowed. And now we have to be concerned that there might be um, uh, an etzim kisaora, a bone the size of a barley kernel, somewhere lying on the field, and you might end up stepping on it, and it'll be matami tumas hesit. So, that's what a basic process is. And it's only midra abonim. Some because midra oraisa, suffik tumah b'shus arabim is tahor. I assume that that's shot, that that's why it's only also midra abonim. It's not b'shami b'shami b'shil, that b'shami b'shil agree, shabod kin lo se pesach, vein bod kin lo chlitruma, that, however, if you have a fellow who is on his way to go bring his carbon Pesach and he needs to pass through a Beis HaPras, so you can just check out the field and as long as you ascertain that there's no, um, you know, there's no Tumah in the field where you're walking, so then that would be acceptable. So that is acceptable in the context of carbon Pesach, but not, let's say, if you're going, uh, you know, to, to eat Truma. You'd have to go around. My boat can, what does it mean that you check it? Amr Yudam or Shmuel, Minapech, Beis HaPras V'holech. Rabbi Yudah says in the name of Shmuel that you can just basically blow, blow away the ground in front of where you're going, in front, on the path that you're going to walk on. And as long as, you know, you don't uncover any bones when you're blowing, and if you do, I guess, don't step on them. So, so, so that's how you just kind of check it and make sure that there's no bones and, and you can walk through it in order to do Korban Pesach. Rabbi Yudah bar Ami, Mishmeder, Rabbi Yudah Amar, Beisapras Shanidashtar, that Beisapras, that, was um, you know enough people walked on it that it's a well trodden path and there are no bones there, so then you can so it would be tahor, and that would be okay. Hajin Isha. 
Okay, so we see that also when it comes to the base of which is also Midr Abanon, you would be allowed to just kind of do, you know, do whatever checks that you'd have to do in order to walk through it so you can do your Korban Pesach. So again, they waived their Dindar Abanon in the context of Karis, Korban Pesach, that is a Chiyu of Karis associated with it. We will come back to you. Ha'isha, new Perak, new Mishnah, Mishahaya Tame, over there, Chuchoka, Vloas as Arishin, Yaisis Asheni, if you have a fellow who was impure or he was far away and he did not do the Pesach Rishin, so he does the Pesach Sheni. If you have a fellow who um, was Bishogeg for whatever, you know, somehow he didn't realize that, let's say it was Erev Pesach or something crazy came up and he just posh it, was unable to bring the Korban Pesach. So in those cases, he could bring the Pesach Sheni. If so, why does it say specifically Tame and Derech if it's really any Shogeg or Ones? So She'elu Ptur Meikaris ve so these are chayiv karis and these are not chayiv karis. This does not make sense at the moment. We don't have enough info. We're going to get there in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Itmar, it was stated, What if you have a fellow who is far away and right now he's outside of Jerusalem, he's far away, he's considered but he could make it to Jerusalem by the time that they're eating Korban Pesach. So he, right now he's he's far away, so he's part of from bringing the Korban Pesach. However, he could have messengers in Jerusalem slaughter the Korban Pesach for him, and he'll be able to make it in time to eat it that night. So if you have a fellow who's far away, and they slaughtered the Korban Pesach, and they threw its blood on the Mizbeach for him, Rav Nachman Omer Hurza, Rav Sheshis Omer Lo Hurza. So Rav Nachman says, great, givaldik. Rav Sheshis no, so Rav Sheshis says no, that, that, that isn't okay. If he's far away, you cannot, right? If it's just like if he's tame, you would be unable to slaughter the Korban Pesach for him. So also, if he's far away, you're not allowed to slaughter the Korban Pesach for him. If Nachman Amar Hurza, Mechas Hu de Chasachmana Olav, Viyavid Tavala Bracha, Rav Nachman says that when we say Hurza, then when we say if you slaughter the Korban Pesach for somebody who's far away, it's fine. Well, because the Torah had mercy on him. They said, look, if a fellow is far away, he doesn't have to bring carbon Pesach. If he wants to, give all the Tav all He should be blessed. Rav Shesha says, no. Even if a fellow who's far away would like to slaughter the carbon Pesach and he's got messengers who can do it for him, uh, it, it, lo, it, no, it doesn't work. The, 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 the Torah says, whether you're Tomei, whether you're far away, do not Bring the carbon Pesach. Do the Pesach Sheni. Amr of Nachman Nachman says, How do I know that if a fellow is far away, he can optionally offer the carbon Pesach if he'll make it to Jerusalem by nighttime? It's not as we learn in our Mishnah. Mishaya Tami Obderch Chokah Viloasa Sarishin Yaisis Asheni. That the Mishnah says, if you have a fellow who is Tami or he was Obderch Chokah Viloasa and he didn't do it, says the Gemara Michlaldi Ibayavar. Implying, but if he wants, he can. If he was far away and he didn't do the carbon Pesach, that's fine. Just bring a Pesach Sheni. But if he wanted to, he could have even brought the Pesach Rishon. If he didn't, so do Pesach, Pesach Sheni. But, but, um, but uh, if he wants to, he, he could do Pesach Rishon. Rav Sheshis is going to say to you, 
Yehachi, if that's the case, that when it comes to Derech Rechoka, it says, right, Mishayat Tami, over Derech Rechoka, Vilosa is a Pesach, Yaisa Pesach Sheni. So then, we're saying it means that in the event that he didn't do the Pesach Rishon, then he does a Pesach Sheni. Well, Rav Sheshis argues, if that's the case, then you're going to have to read the Sefer the same way. Tikatani, it says, Shagagonenas Vilosa is a Rishon. If you have a fellow who accidentally or something crazy came up, and for that reason he didn't do the Pesach Rishon, Yaisa is a Sheni, so he does the Pesach Sheni. So, Rav Nachman, are you going to learn Velo Asa in the Sefer the same way as in the Reisha? I.e., you're going to say, if you have a fellow who made a mistake or something came up and therefore, right, and he didn't do the Korban Pesach. So he does Pesach Sheni, implying that if he wanted to, he could have done the Pesach Rishon. That doesn't really make sense in the context of Shogeg and Ones. Hare Shogag, Hare Nenas. I mean, he made a mistake or something came up. Like, it's not like, and he didn't do it, but if he wanted to, like, it doesn't, if he wanted to, it doesn't really make sense in the case of somebody who made a mistake or something came up. What do you mean he wanted to? I mean, this wasn't about wanting to or not wanting to. Like, it just didn't happen. Elamezid katani badai. Rather, what does it mean when it says velo asa in the context of shogeg and ones? Velo asa in that case is referring to mezid. Meaning, if you have a fellow who was a shogeg or an ones, velo asa pesach, yeah, velo asa, and the velo asa means a fellow who on purpose didn't bring the korban pesach. So in all these cases, you'd bring the pesach sheni, which is interesting. That somebody who intentionally does not bring a pesach rishon, he still brings a pesach sheni, right? So elamezid katani badayu. So rather, when it says in the sefer velo asa, it's talking about somebody who didn't do the korban pesach on purpose. He could bring the, the Pesach Sheni. Hachanami, and here also, therefore, in the Reisha, says of Sheisha, it's just like in the Seifa, Vilo'asa is coming to include a Mezid in, in the Reisha, when it says Vilo'asa, Onen Katani Badayu. It's coming to teach about an Onen. That if you have a fellow who's an Onen that we learned in the previous Mishnah, that an Onen would do Korban Pesach. But if he didn't, then he'll do Pesach Sheni. And Ravashi says, that you can actually argue that our Mishnah makes a lot of sense the way that Rav Sheshes is explaining it. That the Mishnah had said that these people are Chayiv Kars and these people are Potter from Kars. We didn't really understand what that means, right? The Mishnah mentioned somebody who's Tame, somebody who's far away, somebody who's Shogek, somebody who's Ones. And now we're saying some of them are Chayiv Kars, some of them are not. Who's Chayiv Kars and who's not? Hey, what's it going on? Ilema shogeg venenas. If you're saying that it's talking about shogeg and ones, shogeg venenas benikaris nenu. What are they going to be chayiv karis? Then chayiv karis. They forgot. They, they something came up. They couldn't do it. Whatever it was. And it's not talking about the tummy the derech chokah. They're not chayiv karis. So elalav amazed vaonen. Rather, it must be like Rav Sheshis is saying that lo asa in the reisha is coming to include onen. And Lo'asa in the Seifa is coming to include Mezid. And when we're saying that people are potter from Karis, it's talking about the Tame, Derkuchoka, Shogeg, and Ones. When, when we're saying Chayiv Karis, it's talking about Onen and Mezid. Rav Nachman Omarlach, Rav Nachman's going to say to you, Le'olam Amezid Lechude. No, really, when it says Lo'asa in the Reisha, it's not coming to include Onen. It's Mamish saying that if you have a fellow who is far away and he volitionally did not do Pesach Rishon, so then he could do 
Pesach Sheni. But if he wants to, he can also do Pesach Rishon if he wants. In the Seifa, Rav Nachman says, I agree. When it says, On Shogeg and Ones Velo Asa, that's coming to include a Mezid. And Uvedinu de Ibarile le Misna Chayev. And really, it, what it should have said is, he's going to be Chayev Karis in the singular, because it's only a Mezid. There's no Onin being discussed in this Mishnah. So really, it could have said that, Kilu, this fellow, we didn't do Karim Pesach, in the Seifa, we're saying Rechayev Karis is Davka the Mezid. And it could have just said Chayev, singular. By the Ketani Chayovin, the reason why it says plural is I did the Tana Reisha Pturin Tana Seifa Chayovin. Because since in the Reisha it says Pturin, right? If we said that, right, that these people are Pturin from Karis, so then it also says that some of them are going to be Chayovin in the plural, but really it um, is only referring to the Mezid alone. Um, Onain is not included in this Mishnah and says Rav Nachman that a fellow who is far away can have the Korban Pesach slaughtered and blood done, thrown on the Mizbech for him if he is planning to be in Jerusalem by the night time. Omer of Sheishas says of Sheishas how do I know that somebody who's Tame, somebody who's Bider Chacholka, somebody who's far away is unable to offer the Korban Pesach even if he wants to? Titania, as we learn in the Bryce, Rabbi Kiva, Omer says Rabbi Kiva, Nemer Tome, Venemer Bider Chacholka. Says Rabbi Kiva that in the same pasuk that we've seen a million times, it says somebody who is tame or who is far away. Just like tame, if you have a fellow who is, let's say, tame tumas sheretz, which of course we know is a machlokas, but somebody who is tame tumas sheretz, a dead sheretz falls on him. And, okay, so Beseder, he can go to the mikveh, and then that night already he'll be tar. And yet, we're saying, that, 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 that he wouldn't offer the Korban Pesach. So the same thing applies also to Derech Chokha. Yeah, sure, he can make it to Jerusalem by that night, but still, don't do the Korban Pesach, just like a Tommy person won't do the Korban Pesach, do Pesach Sheni. Rav Nachman, Omerloch, Rav Nachman will respond, look, don't bring me a ride from Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, the time, and the Ksavin, Shochtan, Vizorkan, Atomishayat, Vanasvirli, Kamandam, Shochtan, Vizorkan, Atomishayat. says, look, yeah, Rabbi Akiva holds like the opinion that you don't slaughter and do Zrika Saddam for somebody who's Tommy Tumas Hashares. But we've seen it's Machlokas. We Davka saw the other day Machlokas between Rav and Ula. Apparently, it's, uh, apparently even Rabbi Kiva gets involved in this Machlokas. But says uh, Rav Nachman, I, I hold like the opinion that says that you would be allowed to do Shritas, Korban Pesach, and Zrika Saddam for a fellow who is Tommy Tumas Hashares. Therefore, just like you can uh, do Shrit and Zrika for him, you can also do Shrit and Zrika for somebody who's far away. Well, friends, that was the, uh, what was it? Tzadi Beis? Yeah, I think so. That was the 92 of Mesechta Psachim. So the Daf this, uh, started off talking about different people who are um, like Tomei Dirabanan and can do Korban Pesach, such as in Onain. Anin Muslaila is only Midirabanan, so we would say we do the Korban Pesach. And then we got into an interesting machlokas about an Aurel. If you have a fellow who converts to Judaism on Erev Pesach, so can he do uh, Korban Pesach that night? Beishamah says, yeah, sure he can. Goes to the mikveh, does Korban Pesach that night. Beishil says he doesn't because as part of the conversion process, he got a prismila, and therefore, a porishman, a orla, a porishman, a kever, somebody who um, separates from his orla, it's like he is separating from a grave, i.e. he's tummy for seven days. The reason for this gezerah is because we're concerned that, well, if he goes to the mikveh that night, 
if he goes to Mikveh that day and he's going Pesach that night, what will happen if next year maybe he will be Tommy Tumas Ames and he'll think that he can just go to Mikveh and eat Korban Pesach at night. So therefore, Basil says that um, he should not eat the Korban Pesach that night. However, if we're talking about an Aurel who's a Jew, well, in that case, he would just go to the Mikveh, meaning if he gets a Prismila, he'd go to the Mikveh and eat Korban Pesach that night. Okay? And then Rava gave a number of examples where, uh, three examples where the Dinder Abanon, um, overrides, is kept in place in the face of Korban Pesach, which has a Chiyuv Karis associated with it, and three examples where we waive those, where we waive the Dinder Abanon in the context of, uh, Karis. What are the, uh, what are those examples? The ones where they kept it in place, we said um, Orla, uh, Hazaa, and also the the uh, Ismo, right? Uh, doing Brismila for 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 you know your child or your slave in order to do Korban um, Pesach. And then the examples where it was waived was um, a Mitzora in Onin and a uh, Beis Apras. Then we got onto the new Perak, Perak nine, and we have a new uh, we got to the Mishnah which discussed somebody who's Tamei Mederek Rucholka. We got to Machlokas between Rav Sheshis and Rav Nachman about uh, somebody who's far away, who's outside of Jerusalem. Well, we're going to see his machlokas exactly how far away, but somebody who's considered to be far away, and he does not do. He's he's part of you know he doesn't do carbon pesach. The question is, can he bring a carbon pesach if he wants to? If he'll be in Jerusalem by that night, can he have somebody uh, slaughter the carbon pesach for him? If Nachman says yes, if Sheshis says no, have a great day, everyone. Peace out.